My doctor said what is a program for health information. Be careful that if you want treatment and diagnosis of disease, you need to go to your local health care provider. Hi, this is Dr. Frank again with My Doctor Said What? You know, many times healthcare providers, physicians tend to explain things to you in terms that you don't understand and, and you need to ask and tell them to explain that to you simply. But I'm going to do that for you on the weekly podcast every 15 or every week, 15 minutes. And you can listen to it on your favorite podcast or go to the YouTube channel to see this handsome face. So with that, we're going to talk about three things today. We're going to talk about common female reproductive and UTI issues. We're going to talk about erectile dysfunction, a topic that everybody loves to talk about in groups, not. And we're going to talk about the primary risk factors for BPH, which is benign prostate hyperplasia. So these are topics of great concern to many people, something for men and women of all ages today. So first of all, women, far more complicated UTI and reproductive system. So what are the most common for ages women, for women ages 20 to 50, what are they diagnosed with? Urinary tract infections, UTIs, ugh. Men and women fight these. And they are most commonly, they can occur in the bladder as well as your urethra. And unfortunately, if they move up to the kidneys, a far more, more serious problem. But they're fairly common in women and men. And the symptoms can include pain or burning during urination, frequent urination, or urgent need to urinate. So if you go to the bathroom and feel like you got to go to the bathroom right away again, you probably want to see your health care provider if that persists for more than a few hours. Uh, sometimes you can eat some spicy stuff or something that doesn't agree with you that can irritate your bladder and cause that, but it, that should dissipate quickly after drinking plenty of fluids. And if it doesn't, you need to see your health care provider. Uh, you don't want to have damages, and they usually treat you with simple antibiotics that are cheap and easy, and you really do a good job. Pelvic inflammatory disease, PID, that's an infection of the female reproductive organs, usually caused by sexually transmitted bacteria. Let me say this. If you're having sex and you're having sex outside of one committed partner, you need to have protected sex. And you also need to understand that if you're involved in sexual activity, it's not just your male and female parts, but if you're having oral sex or things like that, you're being exposed in uh, any opening that's a mucous membrane opening that you can get a variety of diseases. So keep that in mind. The more partners, the more germs, the more issues, the more infections that can be chronic. So uh, we pel pelvic inflammatory disease, again, lower abdominal pain, fever, vaginal discharge. If you leave these untreated, they can cause long-term complications such as infertility. So you want to get those treated. And again, fairly simple and relatively cheap antibiotics are the answer and can quickly cause uh, or treat that and keep you from having long-term issues. Polycystic ovary, ovary symptom syndrome. 
See, this is what happens when you get old. You have something called cluttering. That means mentally you can't think of it and your mouth can't catch up with it. So that's normal. Good to know. Another fun fact. <laughs> but that's a hormone disorder. PCOS, polycystic ovary syndrome, and that can cause irregular periods, ovarian cysts, and infertility. Now, remember, uh, when you enter into perimenopause, for many women starting in the early 40s, irregular periods are going to be part of your life for quite a while. But outside of that age limit, you have to be careful that that's not uh, PCOS. Other symptoms include weight gain, acne, and excess of hair growth, what every woman wants. So <laughs> if you're plucking your beard a lot or having to shave a lot, then you want to look carefully that you don't have PCOS. And treatment involves lifestyle changes such as weight loss. Can you believe that excess weight will cause that? Because there's a, dis a dis distribution and differentiation in your hormones. So be careful with that. You want to exercise, and you might have to go on uh, hormonal therapy such as birth control or metformin. So you have to talk to your health care provider again about that, but a very common illness uh, and disease state. Endometriosis, endometriosis. It's a condition that tissue that grows inside the uterus grows outside the uterus. Cells differentiate. They don't stay in their boundaries, and they end up causing all kind of issues when those specific cells are growing outside of the uterus. They cause pain and infertility, painful periods, pain during sex, and infertility. You can see a lot of these overlap. That's why you need to talk to your healthcare provider, and if you're having regular physicals with your OBGYN or visits, as well as regular visits, visits with your primary healthcare provider, They'll monitor any changes you have, and they can tell you what's normal and what's abnormal. So you might have to have hormone therapy, medication, or maybe even surgery for that. So keep that in mind. Erectile dysfunction, something that strikes the fear in the heart of men of all ages. And unfortunately, the age at which erectile dysfunction or erectile dissatisfaction is going down all the time. And primarily that's due to a sedentary lifestyle, to smoking and vaping, or to, to a poor diet and weight gain. So if you want to stay away from everything working correctly, then you're going to keep in shape. You're going to exercise. You're not going to smoke. You're not going to drink excessively. And you're going to monitor that carefully. Um Obesity, as I said, sedentary lifestyle, smoking or vaping. Anybody that tells you vaping is better than smoking, they have not looked at all the facts. They have different issues, but they're both really a problem. Excess of alcohol consumption or use of drugs, recreational drugs, especially cocaine and even marijuana, can cause real issues with ED. So you might want to uh, think about that carefully. Uh, and the problem with erectile dysfunction is once you start having erectile dysfunction or dissatisfaction, and many men are now starting to see that in their 30s, early 30s even, then you end up with a whole lot of anxiety issues which make it worse, and then you end up with emotional issues that make it even worse, and it's kind of a cascade of effects. So you definitely want to avoid that if at all possible. 
If you do have those problems already, first seek your primary care physicians or primary care providers help. And then if you it's an emotional or anxiety issue, you want to see your mental health care provider. So here's some uh, uh, other effectors, factors. If you have nerve or circulation issues, then that's going to affect how your uh, penis functions because it's all based on electric stimulation of your nerves with excitement and then there's a uh, sponge-like material in the penis that engorges with blood and that's how men have erections. So if you interfere with circulation or neuroconduction, you're going to have issues. So what causes that that you might uh, not think of? Cardiovascular disease. Let me tell you this, a great predictor of having hardening of the arteries or coronary artery disease or any of those, then you're talking about uh, ED. You're going to have ED because the lower the, the arteries, the more constricted they are, the less the blood flow is, the more fat that accumulates on the inside of those arteries, a plethora of problems. But one of the first ones you'll see is ED. So if you're having ED problems, have your heart checked out. Have your uh, cholesterol checked. Uh, have your triglycerides checked. You want to make sure that you look at all that. Diabetes. Unfortunately, diabetes attacks the nerves and the circulatory system, so you want to control your blood sugar and control your diabetes well. You can live a great, healthy life with diabetes. Type 2, most people have. Type 1, you're born with. But type 2 is what most people develop with obesity and poor diets and lack of exercise. So again, you see how these are all interrelated? We want to prevent disease because curing is much tougher and treating them is much tougher. So watch and watch your blood sugar and high blood pressure. If you've got high blood pressure, you're going to have to do the things that reduce that blood pressure. And it, whether that's medication, which can have side effects, which lead to ED, but also exercise, again, weight control, uh, lack of stress, hormonal imbalances, Rarer, but as your testosterone wanes, as we said in last week's program, you're going to have to be careful and watch that. And you may talk to your doctor about hormone replacement therapy or the way to exercise and get resistance exercise and reduce weight so your hormone levels stabilize. Neurological conditions such as multiple sclerosis or Parkinson's, they can cause issues with ED also. And again, you'll have to talk to your healthcare provider about that because those are a little more complex. And with the final topic for today, we're gonna to talk about your risk factors for something related, BPH, benign prostate hyperplasia. Prostate is that wonderful walnut-sized gland, ha ha, in men that are in their late teens and early 20s, and then it grows until you're my age, and then they're about the size of a lemon and cause a lot of discomfort. What they do is it constricts around your urethra. A prostate grows as it gets larger, grows inward, and squeezes on the urethra. So the casing on it, you can't just cut it away and make it better. There's all kind of issues with those treatments because it also regulates your urine flow. So you want to prevent that uh, hyperplasia of your prostate or enlargement if at all possible. And what are the risk factors? Age, as you get older, it is inevitable that your prostate will grow. Some men more than others. 
family history. If you've got BPH or prostate cancer in your family, then you need to make sure during your yearly physical that you're checked with a PSA test or a PHI, which is a newer test, prostate health index, or prostate-specific antigen, the older test. And you want to look at those, and not only the number, but if they're accelerating each year. That's really important to prevent prostate cancer, to catch it early if it's an issue, and to reduce your BPH symptoms. Lifestyle factors. Again, obesity, lack of physical exercise, medical condition. If you have diabetes or heart disease, both of those are going to affect your ability to have erections or have satisfactory erections. Say, what is a satisfactory erection? Ask your wife or girlfriend. No, in reality, it's if you can maintain an erection until you're finished with sexual activity. So you want to talk to your doctor, be frank with them, uh, and be careful to explain things well so they can prescribe an appropriate treatment. And then there are medications. And uh, some of the new ones uh, are things like uh, daily Cialis will help blood flow and actually reduce the size of the prostate or the symptoms associated with BPH. So as you keep those in mind, remember, this is not something that you have to go to a specialist usually. You can go to a urologist if you have more complex issues. But if you catch them early, your primary health care provider should do a great job of helping you reduce those uh, those issues. So keep that in mind. Uh, get that PSA test yearly, uh, part of your blood screen, and your PHI if you're having any issues or uncertain. Uh, and that'll be, that'll be a path to much better, much um, less worry about things in the bedroom. So... That leads into anxiety, (laughs) one of the many causes of anxiety. What are the causes? Stressful life events, trauma, genetics, medical conditions, or substance abuse. Some of those you can do something about. Some are a little tougher. Stressful life events. You lose a job. You get divorced. You have a death of a loved one. You can trigger anxiety. So you want to be careful about that. Uh, Trauma. You witness a traumatic event or you're involved in surviving a flood or a hurricane, those can really cause anxiety. Uh, you know, they talk a lot about PTSD. Um, it's a term. There's different levels of it. We're going to talk about mental health in future uh, broadcasts, but I want you to be cognizant if you see changes in how anxious you are. And as you age, you can become more anxious. You need to be careful. Medical conditions such as thyroid disorders or heart disease can cause anxiety. And whatever you do, substance abuse. If you uh, can drink the one drink a day, then good for you. But if you can't, then you need to be careful about how you're going to approach substances such as alcohol and drugs. So in final segment here, get therapy if you need it, get medications if you need it, and change your lifestyle to be far healthier. With that, I'm glad you're here again today. Send your comments and questions to mdswpodpod at gmail.com. This is Dr. Frank with Frank Talk About Your Health.